Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here on Tuesday morning following a long holiday weekend. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up four and three quarters at 5.43 and a half. March soybeans are up 12 and three quarters at 13.84 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat up 12 and three quarters at 6.49 and a half. March Kansas City wheat is up 15 and three quarter cents at 6.32 and a half. March spring wheat is up 11 and a quarter at 6.27 and a quarter. Couple of notes here this morning. Uh, for those of you on your way to Nashville for the top producer summit, I will be there uh, this afternoon. Um, good luck getting here. We've got some incredibly nasty weather, as uh, uh, as a lot of places in the country do. But uh, I think there were a lot of issues with flights getting in and out. Keep in mind, down here in the South, we don't have plows, we don't have salt trucks. So when this sort of thing happens, which is very rare, um, the whole place kind of shuts down. So I'll be curious to see the turnout. I'll make my way down there uh, this afternoon, and I'll be speaking um i think at about four o'clock uh guys i did an a uh and a video on friday and also a podcast episode and if you haven't watched this you probably should um this is an episode regarding carry in the new crop corn market and some things that you should be looking for so if you're a farmer and you've got on-farm storage perhaps you've got some new crop sales already on the books um this is a much to a must-watch episode. And for those of you uh, who subscribe to the newsletter, I went into a little bit more depth on these new crop corn spreads uh, just in this morning's newsletter, as a matter of fact. To uh, get started here today, um, there's a lot of talk about weather over the weekend, and we had some absolutely frigid temperatures um, across the country and some stuff that's well below normal. This is the uh, map as of, this is temperatures as of like 5 a.m. Central Time this morning. And I think that some of this stuff was actually worse at one point over the weekend. But I mean, the the thing that the trade I think is probably most concerned about would be these these sub-zero temperatures in HRW wheat country. Um, you know, you're in Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, down into Texas, uh, extraordinarily cold, uh, well below normal. You know, this sort of stuff is not out of the ordinary for the Midwest and and certainly for the North, but in the South, um, that that is an issue. So so this is has has been some of the chatter uh, this morning regarding the uh, wheat market in particular. And, you know, I, I guess the chatter is, well, could there be some winter kill? Could there be, um, you know, those sort of issues? It may be a little premature to uh, to make that argument, but but the market certainly seems to to be a little bit excited about it uh, here this morning. We will have a crush report from NOPA out later today. This will be the January number. Ahead of the report, traders estimate that U.S. processors crushed 183 million bushels of soybeans last month. That would be the best January on record if realized. It would be the third best month overall on record if realized. Processing margins were really good up through late December, basically. Despite that flat price rally in soybeans, the meal and the oil were able to keep up. They kept processors profitable. USDA is estimating that crush will be record high at, I believe, 2.2 billion bushels for the marketing year. That will account for 48% of all demand for U.S. soybeans, which is pretty typical. Estimates for Russia's wheat crop are rising. Well-followed uh, consultant ICAR, they pegged the crop at 78 million metric tons, up from 77 previously, citing improved weather conditions. 
Russia, of course, will impose this uh, formula-based export tax on March 1st. I think they instituted some sort of smaller tax uh, yesterday for a couple of weeks. And then March 1st is when the formula-based deal goes into effect. So I'm not exactly sure how this is going to impact global price dynamics. USDA is still projecting that Russia will be the world's largest wheat exporter this year. They'll account for 20% of all global exports, according to uh, the most recent USDA report. South American weather has improved. The uh, quantity of corn and soybean acreage that would be considered like extraordinarily dry has really uh, been reduced over the last couple of months. There are very few production estimates for Brazil in, in, in regard to soybeans that are outside of, let's say, 130 to 135 band. And, and it looks very probable now that we'll see a record Brazilian soybean crop. And if this... Um, sort of wetter pattern continues, I think you can probably look for a bigger corn crop too. And, and granted, um, a lot of this second corn crop hasn't even been planted yet. But if, if we start to trend a little bit wetter, uh, you may see some some improved production numbers there. And remember, Conab increased their uh, uh, projection for Brazilian corn production last week by a fairly sizable margin. Looking at the uh, CFTC report here, funds still very heavily long the corn market. It was estimated that funds were net long 314,000 contracts of corn at Friday's close. I'd consider that an extreme position historically. We've only been to those levels a handful of times. Funds estimated to be net long 148,000 contracts of beans at Friday's close. That's a large but not extreme uh, net long position. Funds estimated to be net long just a modest 2,000 contracts of SRW wheat at Friday's close. Cattle market acted well on Friday. We had some nice gains in both the fat cattle cattle and the feeder cattle. Saw some cash trade anywhere from 112 to 115 is what USDA reported on uh, Friday. Um, uh, some other stuff at 114 to 115. We'll see if we can improve on that this week. Uh, in the outside markets here this morning, we have the Dow Jones up 180 points. The S&P's up about 19. Uh, gold's down a little bit. Silver's up a little bit. We have the U.S. dollar lower. Crude oil is up. Um, about 16 cents in the March WTI at 59.68. A big move lower in the bonds, um, more down more than a handle in the uh, in the 30 year. Remember, if you guys need some more information from me, as always, you can go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right hand corner. For $49 a month, I'll send you my newsletter and I'll send you my text message service. Um, that that newsletter email goes out every business day at 6:30 a.m. Central Time. It includes any overnight headline that you need to be aware of. It includes all my grain marketing recommendations, um, stuff like like carry in the corn market, for example, is, is something that I talk about all the time. So if, if you need to brush up on your marketing and 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 some of those things like calendar spreads, capture and carry, some of the more fundamental basic items in grain marketing, this would certainly be worth your time. There's a text message service that goes along with that and any consulting that you might need. I'd be happy to help you out. Everybody have a uh, wonderful week. I'm going to be here uh, till about noon central today, and then I'll be headed out to top producer. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.